shoot the logo on my chest and tell him, Slam me, ego, slam me, ego, slam me, ego, slam me, ayy. Hit it up hard, hit him with strike, from the national anthem to the bottom of the night. I'm in, slam me, ego, slam me, ego, slam me, ego, slam me, ayy. You already know what's up, what's that another home run? What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 320 of the Talking Friars podcast and YouTube show. Happy Martin Luther King Jr. Day. I'm Ben Fadden here. Uh, let's talk about Shoei Otani today, shall we? Um, I'm sure a lot of people have heard, they have seen the report from Bob Nightingale yesterday about Shoei Otani. And I think. That's what a lot of Padres fans focus is on right now. Uh, just because it's the offseason, there's not a ton happening. It seems like the Padres have made most of their moves this offseason. And that is a big just report to put out there by Bob Nightingale yesterday about the Padres' plans for when Shohei Otani is going to be a free agent at the end of the season. So let me just set this up. I'll get to the chat, obviously. Love interacting with you guys. I'll, I'll try to get to every comment. Great way to make sure I get to your comment and see it is by using that super chat button uh, in case a bunch of comments come in. Um, I will definitely get to those. So let's start with this Bob Nightingale report. So yesterday, it wasn't just an Otani article. There was a lot of subjects discussed. The main topic was Carlos Correa. And Scott Boris talked to Bob Nightingale about that whole process. And part of that was Boris pretty much calling out the Mets. But this is a Padres thing. And later in the article, there was a little tidbit about the Padres and the Dodgers. And Bob Nightingale said, The worst kept secret in baseball is that the Dodgers are trying to stay below the luxury tax to jump in with all their might, to sign Shohei Otani as a free agent after the season. Their stiffest competition? The San Diego Padres, who also plan to be all in. When I read that, I was like, wait, what? Wow, all in on Shohei Otani, the Padres? After signing Bogarts and extending Tatis and extending Musgrove and giving Manny 300 mil and still having to pay Hosmer's contract these last three years. And you, you want to extend Darvish at some point and you want to extend Soto or bring Soto back. You want to give Manny another contract. I, I just, that was a little um, surprising to see. Maybe I shouldn't be surprised. Maybe I shouldn't have been surprised to see the Padres planning to be all in on Shohei Otani when he hits free agency. Because it's the Padres, because it's Peter Seidler, because it's A.J. Preller. Like, they do things that we don't expect them to do, or the baseball world, the national baseball world, doesn't expect them to do. There are some things that us fans, like diehard fans that follow the Padres and A.J. Preller and all things Padres, we're not really surprised when they make that move, but some national people are surprised. Like, where do they get all this money? You know, like, I'm not surprised when those takes come out 
and the Padres, you know, have these reports about them wanting to sign Manny again and sign. They're not afraid to sign Soto to 500 mil, right? Like, and they bring in Bogarts. Like, we know they have the money. Where do they get it? Well, I don't know. Did you see the postseason crowd that the Padres had in all of their playoff games? Maybe that. Maybe the record attendance totals that they had this past season and the City Connect uniforms and all the money that was generated from those. Like, there's a ton of interest in the San Diego Padres. So I know where they get the money. We know where they get the money. We know that Peter Seidler and the Padres organization has the money. It's still just surprising a little bit, I think, to me, to see them in on the Otani sweepstakes. There's a lot of different questions here. Like, should we really believe the Padres being in on Otani? And I think the answer to that is yes. There's some other questions um, in this. Are the Padres more desperate than the Dodgers to land Otani? Are the Padres more desperate than the New York Mets to land Otani? Are the Padres more desperate than another team that maybe we're not thinking about to land Otani? Probably not. But maybe the Padres... I, I don't, I don't want to characterize the Padres as being desperate for, for Otani. I think that they just really want to win, and Peter Seiler doesn't think he doesn't view the Padres as solely a business, and this is a way that I can profit. I'm only looking to profit. No, he's looking to win as well, and if you put a winning team on the field, then the profit will come. The money will come. The revenue will come. So that's how he's thinking about this. So that goes back to the whole, where do they get this money thing? Well, because they have an owner who's trying to win, and so they get money from him trying to win and from AJ building a roster trying to win, right? Um, so let's first hit on the Dodgers part of this. The worst-kept secret in baseball, Nightingale says, is that the Dodgers are trying to stay below the luxury tax, jump in with all their might to sign Otani as a free agent after the season. We know this. Yeah, it's, a, it's the worst-kept secret in baseball. The Dodgers, they stayed under the luxury tax this offseason, they were waiting for the Trevor Bauer news to come down, and I think they were a little surprised about the timing of that news and when it came down. So maybe that's why it took him a little bit of time to make the decision to DFA him, and then he was released because another team didn't want to trade for him, obviously. Uh, but I, I still think with the Dodgers, they took too long to make that decision to release Bauer. Like, he should have been released like this within moments of him being reinstated. I understand, okay, maybe, maybe, maybe within days he should have been released because you're trying to see if you can trade him. But it was clear they weren't going to trade him. So they should have released him earlier. But that's not, this isn't what we're talking about. I talked about Bauer there. I hit on Bauer because that factors into why they're not, they weren't making a bunch of moves this offseason because they were waiting to see how much money they had to pay Bauer and what did that mean for their luxury tax number and all that? So right now, with them paying Bauer, I think it's 22 and a half mil, and it would be a little less than 22 million, I believe. Don't quote me on that, but I think it's a little less than 22 million for Bauer if another team would pick him up and give him the veterans minimum or whatever it is. 
think it's seven hundred fifty thousand, the minimum salary, what Osmer's getting from the Cubs. Um, if they were to do that, still their luxury tax, I believe. Again, don't quote me on this. Uh, I'll look it up. I'm going to look it up right now. I believe their luxury tax is just below the 233 number, and that's that's their goal. They want to field a contending team, but they don't want to go over it because they have Otani in mind for next offseason. And they want to be able to go all out there and then probably build on that in future offseasons. So go get Otani. You're over the luxury tax. And then build around Otani because you don't, if you're the Dodgers, you don't want to just go get Otani and then you stop there, right? You want to build around that. And I know that they, they draft well. They have a lot of homegrown talent, but there's a lot of free agents out there every year that are probably going to be appealing for the Dodgers if they get Otani and even if they don't. Right now, the luxury tax is 237, according to Fangraphs. So that's actually over the 233 number. So I believe they're going to have to make some moves here to get under that number. They don't have to be under the number by opening day, but they have to be under it by, I think, the trade deadline or season's end. Um, They have to be under it by then to not get taxed. But right now, according to Fangraphs, their their estimated luxury tax payroll sits at 237.8 mil, a little over that. And the, the first luxury tax number, I believe, is 233. So they'd be over it. So they still have some work there to get under it. Maybe, maybe they continue to spend and they, or they just say, hey, we'll go over it. That's fine. We're still going to want to go get Otani. But that, I'm just going back to Nightingale here. With what he's saying about the Dodgers trying to stay below the luxury tax. Yeah, we know that. We know that like they went out, they didn't try to bring back Trey Turner. They went in and brought Miguel Rojas in. You know, like that's a five win, five war gap between those two players. They have Trace Thompson right now in center field. Now, they haven't made huge additions this offseason because they're trying to go get Otani. They, they want to go all in on Otani. And they know that they're going to have competition. The Padres, according to Nightingale, the Padres, their plan is to go all in. And Nightingale is saying that the Padres are the Dodgers' stiffest competition. He's not saying the Mets are. So now, I want to be clear, I don't want to make Nightingale out to be Jeff Passan. Like, Nightingale gets stuff wrong. But when a report's out there by a big baseball reporter, a big national insider, I'm going to talk about it. Padres fans, baseball fans, they're going to talk about it. There's going to be interest there. He's not, you don't just throw something out there. Oh, the Padres are going to be the Dodgers' stiffest competition when the Padres aren't interested in Otani. Like, no, they're they're interested in Shoya Otani, definitely. Um, now, do I believe that the Padres are going to be the Dodgers' stiffest competition? I don't. Because I think the Padres are going to get, uh, they're going to get uh, Manny Machado and lock him down. And that will force the Mets to be the Dodgers' stiffest competition. I think the Mets, we saw that report by Andy Martino, who covers the Mets this past week, 
saying about how the Mets, there's no reason to believe that they'll go after Machado and Otani. And they might do that if Machado's out there. But if Peter Seidler was smart, if the Padres were smart, they would go lock down Manny and extend him, not even let him get to that opt-out. Because if he, if he gets to the opt-out, he's going to go into free agency to at least bump up the Padres' price even more and see how high he can get it, I would think. And you bet, if Machado gets into free agency, Steve Cohen's calling him. The Dodgers would probably call him, but Manny's, I, I'm confident that Manny would not go to the Dodgers. Even if they offer him the most money, he's not going to go to the Dodgers. After all of the years that he's had here with the Padres and all of the energy, how excited he was to beat the Dodgers, I don't see him going to the Dodgers and coming into Petco Park with the Dodgers. The Mets, I, I still think he's going to be with the Padres, but the Mets I could see him go to more than the Dodgers. Um, you know, play with Lindor and whoever else is left with the Mets. Uh, Buck Showalter, obviously, his former manager. Um, I could see that more than him going to the Dodgers. So I think, as for Nightingale, I, I don't believe that the Padres right now would be the stiffest competition for Otani with the, uh, for the Dodgers. I think it would be the Mets. Because I think the Padres, they're not going to feel the pressure to go get Otani. I think their pressure right now is to lock up Manny. And if they lock up Manny, then you have 2024 guaranteed with Manny, Soto, Tatis, and Bogarts, and Cronenworth, and Musgrove, and Suarez, you know, down the line. You have that guaranteed. For now, 2023 is the only year that is guaranteed with Manny, Soto, Bogarts, and Tatis, right? That's it. And you can add Josh Hader on there, and you Darvish, and Blake Snell. So I think there's pressure on the Padres more so to lock up Manny than there is to be the Dodgers' stiffest competition to go get Otani. If Manny walks and he goes somewhere else, then yeah, they might have pressure to go bring in Otani for, you know, to replace Manny offensively. But I don't even want to look down that road right now. I want to be looking at it as the Padres adding Shohei to this roster alongside Manny, Tatis, Bogarts, Cronor, right? I don't know how realistic that is. I mean, I, I cannot count out the Padres, though. I want to be clear. My, my stance on this is I don't think the Padres will sign Shohei Otani because they will sign Manny, and they will try to make every effort to bring back Soto as well. But I'm not going to count out the Padres in this because it is Peter Seidler. Because he is one of the few owners in Major League Baseball that I think would be okay with losing money in a season if that meant that he gave it his best effort to go win a World Series. Like, he can only control so much. He can control the players that he brings in to the Padres. And he can control how much money he offers players. He couldn't control Judge not coming to the Padres or Trey Turner not coming to the Padres. But he could control the offer that they put forth to them and they put together the best offer to them in terms of money, right? But he can't control 
ultimately what the player does. But he's one of those owners that is probably okay with losing money or making very little money if that meant that the Padres won and they brought in these big players. So I'm not going to count out the Padres in this Otani thing here. A.J. Preller, we got to remember, A.J. Preller, he was in on Otani. I think Otani, at least reports, Barry Bloom, I don't know how you want to, I don't know how credible you want to say Barry Bloom is, but he quote tweeted my tweet yesterday about Otani saying that Bob is right about the Padres' interest here and how much AJ was interested in Otani. And part of the reason why Otani went to the Angels and not the Padres was because of the DH, right? Because the Angels had a DH, and at that time, there was no DH. And with Otani, obviously, it was going to be him pitching, and it was going to be him as the designated hitter. With the Padres, he would have probably had to play the field. He would have had to play the outfield um, or first base. I don't know how realistic first base was. But he wanted to DH and pitch. And the Padres, they could not offer that opportunity. Here's the Barry Bloom tweet here. So he quote tweeted uh, my tweet yesterday, just me saying what Bob Nightingale said, Potters of the Dodgers' stiffest competition for Otani. They plan to be all in on him next offseason. Here's Barry. Bob is right. The Padres might have signed Otani out of Japan if the NL had the DH back then. The two sides were close. And Barry Bloom, he uh, senior writer for Sportico. Looks like he used to write for the Union Tribune. MLB Hall of Fame voter, so that's his credentials, I guess. Um, so the two sides were close, Otani and the Padres. So Preller, especially, this was he was close to signing Otani. He really wanted Otani, not knowing that Otani was going to be this successful at the big league level. Right now, he's put together an MVP season, an MVP caliber season would have won the MVP this past season if it wasn't for Judge hitting 62 home runs and playing for the Yankees, right? This spectacular player, 2022, Otani had a 9.6 war, 34 home runs, a 145 OPS plus, league averages 100, 223 ERA, a 172 ERA plus, league averages 100. So this guy is having a sub-3 ERA, and he's hitting over 30 home runs at the plate. Like, he's the best baseball talent we've ever seen, right? So he's definitely worth the money. You know A.J. Preller is interested. You know Peter Seidler is going to be interested. I just don't know if they're going to be as desperate, at least money-wise, and, like, act desperately. That's what I mean. Like, just throw whatever the heck is necessary at Otani more than the Dodgers or the Mets. The Dodgers, it seems like they are putting their... I don't, how should I say this? It, it seems like the Dodgers, they're putting all of their... all of their attention, all of their money into one basket, into that Otani basket, if that makes sense. Like, be, trying to get under the luxury tax this offseason, not making really any moves, being okay with Miguel Rojas and Gavin Lux being their middle infield, like, they're putting all of their eggs, that's what I meant to say, all their eggs into the Otani basket. And if they don't get Otani next offseason, then I think their offseason would probably be like a failure. And the Mets, 
You don't sign Carlos Correa for 315 mil. It seems like they're putting a lot of their eggs into the Otani basket. Steve Cohen and his money. Let's say Manny. If Manny opts out and he's a free agent, then maybe they'll put their eggs into Manny, the Manny basket. Uh, but let's say Manny stays with the Padres, because I have faith the Padres will get this done. He stays with the Padres, and Otani is clearly the big fish out there. There's no two big fish out there, Manny and Otani, next offseason. It's just one. It's Otani. It's Otani or who's the best remaining guy, like Jock Peterson out there, Ian Happ, you know? Michael Brantley, like those are some of the, Bellinger, those are some of the names out there. It's nowhere close to Otani and Manny. So if Otani's the only guy out there, the Padres are going to win that bid over the Dodgers. They're going to win that bid over the Mets. They can. Again, I don't want to count out, totally count out Peter Seidler, but Steve Cohen does have more money than Peter. And the Dodgers, they would be more desperate at that point. If the Padres had Manny, Manny, Soto, Tatis, Bogarts, Cronenworth, guaranteed for 2024. At least 2024. And you have Manny long-term. Manny, Bogarts, Tatis guaranteed long-term. Even if Soto leaves. If they have that, the Dodgers would be more desperate to get Otani than the Padres. And the Mets would probably be more desperate than the Padres to get Otani, right? Unless they're trying to put all their eggs in the Soto basket the next offseason and let the Dodgers get Otani or another team get Otani. See what I'm saying there? Hopefully you guys understand that. I will get to your comments. Don't, yeah, stay with me here. I'm definitely going to get to all your comments. Uh, but I just wanted to give my thoughts here. And this is what would happen. This is what would happen if the Padres got Shohei Otani. This is how wild this would be. They would be giving, let's say if they got Manny too. Let's say if they paid Manny and Otani. Because that's the ideal scenario, right? Manny, Otani. Soto, I'll put Soto in there as well. Like, the best case scenario, Seidler says, F it, I don't care, I'm spending all this money. You're giving 300 plus to Manny. You're giving maybe 500 million to Soto. You're giving 400 plus to Otani, probably. You're giving 324 million to Tatis. That's the amount left, including this season on his contract. 100 million left on the Musgrove extension. Well, he hasn't started the extension, but the five years, 100 mil, because that extension starts this offseason. And then the 280, that has not yet started on the Bogarts contract. That totals $1.904 billion that the Padres, Peter Seidler, would be spending on six players. Manny, Soto, Otani, Tatis, Bogarts, and Musgrove. $1.904 billion. That's a ton of money on six players. How, how are you going to be rounding out the roster? You know, like that, that's where that question comes in. Like baseball, it's not basketball where you can spend a ton of money on these a few players here. You know, the Padres and just any baseball team in general, you got to spend money on other parts of the route. You can't just spend it all on offense. I think you got to spend it in other areas of the team as well. Now that also where this is where it also comes in with the good scouting and all that, right? I know this guy's 16, but Ethan Salas uh, just came in 
Um, and he's in the organization now. And they have Dylan Lesko and Jackson Merrill. Like, they do have young talent as well that can hopefully be still in the organization and be on the roster so the Padres don't have to spend a bunch of money on other spots on the roster. But that's a question. That is a question. Uh, the Padres have made a signing. Domingo Tapia. They signed Domingo Tapia to a minor league deal. A minor league deal for Domingo Tapia. We'll get back to this Otani discussion, but I just want to see who Domingo Tapia is. I, I have not heard of him. I've heard of Rymel Tapia, who used to play for the Rockies. Uh, MLB Trade Rumors is saying he will presumably be invited to Major League Spring Training. 31 years old, Major League success in 2021. Split between the Mariners and the Royals. Between those two clubs, 33 and two-thirds innings, over 34 appearances, 2670 ERA. 2022, claimed off waivers by the A's, spent the season being shuttled between the majors and the minors. 176 ERA in AAA with Vegas, 847 with Oakland. Low strikeouts, low strikeout approach. Stranded 72.2% of base runners with Vegas, 62.2% with the A's. All right, I don't feel like going all the way through Domingo Tapia too much. Everyone's here for the Otani discussion. Maybe that guy turns out to be something for the Padres, uh, but. He's just another, I guess, depth option. I, I don't expect him to be added to the 40-man because uh, it's a minor league deal and it's just an invite to spring training. But there's there's depth options for the Padres. Jay Groom, Adrian Morahone, uh, Wilmer Font, Brent Honeywell, this guy they just signed, Domingo Tapia, Julio Tehran, Pedro Avila. Like, There's a lot of arms there in case injuries happen, but the top five in the rotation, still Darvish, Snell, Musgrove, Seth Lugo as the four, and then Nick Martinez as the five, or you could flip-flop those two between the four and the five spots. And then the bullpen solid as well, you know, Hader and Hill and Garcia and Suarez and Pomerantz, if he can be healthy, Tim Hill I already talked about. Chris Matt probably would be on the roster. Steven Wilson still here. Like, there's talent. All right. So, getting back to this Otani discussion. So, I already hit on the money there. That's a lot of money. Best case scenario, that's a lot of money spent on six players. And I don't think the Padres would do that. I don't see the Padres having Manny, Soto, Bogarts, Tatis, Musgrove, and Otani. Like that is that's asking for a lot. I don't know about you guys. I, I just don't see that. I, I look. I applaud Peter Seidler for spending all this money and investing in this team. And so I, I, I refuse to totally count out Peter Seidler for getting Otani. But if he gets Otani, then do you think they're bringing back Soto? I don't know. If they bring Soto back, they bring Manny back, you see them bringing Otani in, I don't know. I think it goes back to the Dodgers 
probably willing to do whatever it takes to bring in Shohei Otani and totally overpay the guy. The Mets could do the same thing if Manny comes back to the Padres and doesn't even get to that opt-out point, right? So it's a fascinating subject, fascinating. Uh, I mean, Otani, he's worth it. You know, like, this guy's a one-of-a-kind talent. Uh, this is the most talented guy I've ever seen. And I know I'm only 19, but this guy, he is one of a kind. Mike Trout was that guy for me, but Mike Trout doesn't have a sub-3 ERA while hitting over 30 home runs. Like, Trout's a great player, but, man, Otani, he is something. He is something. Something to watch. Something else. Something to watch, man. Um, yeah, so I already went over the 22, 2022 numbers, but it's just a 9.6 war. 34 bombs, 2.23 ERA. When you talk about valuable, I mean, doing it on both sides, offense and then pitching. MVP right there. That, that's what an MVP is, <laughs> even more than like Manny, right? Because he's doing it on both sides. Judge, yeah, he had a great case, 62 home runs and all that. But, I mean, he was very valuable to the Yankees. Don't get me wrong. But he didn't do it both sides. I mean, he played defense, but he, he was not, he did not control it on defense as much as Otani did, right? Otani was on the mound. Otani was in the box as well. You know, so both guys had a case and Judge obviously won. Um, all right. So was there anything else I wanted to add here? Not really. Um, I'll get to the chat. Remember. I do want to reiterate this. Seidler, why I'm not counting him out, is because he's one of those owners that is willing to not make a ton of profit if he goes all in for something and it doesn't work out. At least he tried. Like, he's trying to win. He doesn't view this only as a business, right? He's a fan of the Padres, just like Steve Cohen is a fan of the Mets. There are some owners in baseball that, sure, maybe they're fans of the team, but they're, they don't they don't live and die with the team winning or losing. You know, when Peter Seidler uh, was talking to the media after the season ended with the loss in the NLCS to the Phillies, he was still, he, I don't think he still had gotten over the Padres losing to the Phillies. Like he was still pissed off about that. Um, so, and I, I think it's the perfect combination, Seidler and Preller. That, that's a perfect duo right there. Because those two guys, they it seems like they don't get a ton of sleep. They stay up, you know, at midnight, two thirty in the morning, and they want to win so bad. They want to win more than some some other uh, owners in baseball. I don't want to say other GMs because other GMs obviously want to win. Like they spend a ton of time on this as well. Uh, but there are there are some owners that. If you put a lie detector test or you did a lie detector test on them, do they really care about winning? Or are they just there to, hey, I own a professional baseball team. I'm guaranteed to make a big profit regardless of what team I am. You know, there are some owners in baseball that do that. And it sucks. It's unfortunate. It sucks for those cities' fans. Um, you could probably make the case that we had that. At, at one point in this franchise's history. 
but um, we don't have that anymore. So I'm definitely grateful for that. We have an owner, as I said the other night, for no particular reason. Not. You all know what that reason is. Um, as I said on Twitter, I'm just very grateful that we have an owner that cares about the city of San Diego and wants to be here and wants to win for this city. All right. Let's get to the chat. We have a ton of people in the chat here. Thank you, everyone, for being here. Again, a great way to support the channel is using that super chat button. There's a lot of chats, a lot of comments, so if you want to make sure that I get to your comment, um, use that super chat button. I do appreciate it. I'll get to the comments, but first... This episode is sponsored by Gaglione Bros Famous Cheese Steaks and Garlic Fries. Their main location is on Friars Road, and you can visit gaglionebros.com for their menu and contact information. You can also enjoy their cheesesteaks and fries at Petco Park and inside Snapdragon Stadium. All right, let's get to the chat. So Paul here says, don't want him at all, Otani. Prior uh, priority, what's priority? Priority needs to be on re-signing Hayter and Snell and other rotation guys. The only reason we should be after Shohei is to raise the price for LA and San Francisco. San Francisco is probably another team that we should throw in here as well because they didn't sign Carlos Correa, right? Um, they've made some other additions, but they have a ton of money to spend as well. But Otani, it feels like Otani wants to win, and the Giants don't really seem like that place right now. The Dodgers. Focused on the NL teams right now. Uh, but I do dis I disagree here, Paul. You don't want Shohei at all. I think you're lying to yourself a little bit there. I understand. Look, would I rather have Soto, Manny, and more of a complete pitching staff? Yes. But to say that you don't want him at all, I think that's a little bit of a lie there. I don't think you're being too truthful with yourself there you do want him a little bit how do you not how does anyone not want Shohei Otani and as for your point about the priority needing to be re-signing Hayter and Snell I don't think the priority needs to be re-signing Hayter the priority needs to be re-signing Manny extending him because relievers they come and go like you can replace relievers AJ Preller has done that countless times like every year it seems like he has replaced relievers with guys that are on lesser contracts and guys that are either the same have the same talent or even better than the reliever that was there previously you know this past offseason or the offseason before this offseason he brought in Luis Garcia and Robert Suarez to to uh two-year deals for both of them right or no one-year deal for Suarez I think it was two years for Garcia how'd that work out right that's worked out great and he brought back Suarez the priority does not need to be re-signing Josh Hader because they signed Robert Suarez this offseason to a five-year deal. Three years, technically, because I think there's an opt-out after three, but a five-year deal. They signed him to be the closer when Hader leaves. They don't want to be paying Josh Hader Edwin Diaz money. I think what they want to do is make sure Hader's healthy for the postseason and just empty the tank on Josh Hader this offseason. Or not this offseason, obviously. This coming season. They just want to empty the tank on him. If he gets hurt, I mean, 
were they going to bring him back anyway? I know that's harsh to say. I don't want him to get hurt, obviously. I want him to be the closer on the mound in the World Series, getting that final out. I would love that. But for the Padres, I mean, they, they brought back Suarez. So I think that tells you right there, I don't think their priority is re-signing Hayter. And for Snell, we've heard extension talks about Darvish. We haven't heard anything about Snell. I think that they might be content on letting Snell go. If the money gets out of their price range, I think they have a price range or a, or a number for Blake Snell. And if he doesn't want it, then he's going to go somewhere else. And they'll find someone else to replace him somewhere. They can make a trade or in free agency. I haven't looked at the free agent class for next offseason. And Snell is one of the best starting pitchers on the free agent market. I do want to be clear about that. Uh, and Hayter's going to be the best reliever probably on the market next offseason. But I don't think those are their priorities, to be honest. I don't. I don't think Hayter should. And I think, Paul, you're lying a little bit to yourself when you, you don't want Shohei Otani at all. Come on. I, I think that would be good to raise the price on L.A. and San Francisco. But I don't think the Padres would waste their time doing that. Maybe they would, maybe they would leak a report to AC or another reporter to get the price tag up. But I don't think they're you know, having multiple meetings and wasting their time on Otani if they weren't really interested in Otani next offseason. So if they're going to be meeting with Otani and all that, they're not wasting their time. They're actually interested. Like they weren't, they weren't wasting their time with Judge or with Trey Turner. Like they were actually interested in those guys. Judge might have been, you know, last second, but they were interested in those guys. They were just interested in Trey Turner more than Aaron Judge, probably. But once Trey Turner went to the Phillies, they pivoted and said, Judge is still out there. Let's go try to make this happen. Have this you know, last-minute meeting at Petco Park during the winter meetings and see if we can make it happen. And Judge, he wanted to go back to the Yankees. He wasn't going to come to the Padres. Uh, but the Padres, they don't seem like a team that wastes their time you know, faking out another team. Oh, we're interested. We're going to raise the price on here. You know, they're, they don't waste time on other free agents that they don't actually want. Uh, Mets fans think they get Otani. Well, they can. They definitely can. Steve Cohen has the money. Definitely has the money. So I, I wouldn't count them out. I think they're going to be one of the favorites to land Otani, especially if Manny comes back to the Padres, which is obviously what I hope happens. Uh, Kyle says, if we get Otani, we wouldn't be able to get Manny and or Soto. Um, I think if we get Otani, we could we could bring back one of them. So, um. I, I don't want to count out the Padres, though, for getting all three of them. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen. I, I think there's a, there's a good chance that they bring back Manny and they bring back Soto. I just, I don't, I would lean towards them not getting Otani right now. Um, but I do understand that point. Like, people thinking, yeah, if we get Otani, we wouldn't be able to get Manny and or Soto. And there, people might be concerned about that. If they get Otani... Would I be fine with Soto leaving? It would suck. 
But Otani is just that once-in-a-generation talent, once-in-a-lifetime talent. And so, I, I mean, Tatis would be in the outfield permanently. I think that's what that would be, right? Because Soto's leaving. And they can pick up outfielders on the way somehow. I, I know Soto is a big bat to leave. But if they get Otani, you are bringing Otani's bat in, which is a pretty darn good bat. Would I rather have... I mean, this is a great question. Uh, no one put this in the chat. Maybe you did at some point. But... Would the Padres, or would I, would I rather have Otani or Soto? On a long-term deal, I'd probably rather have Soto. On a long-term deal. I'd probably rather have Soto. Because Otani, he's already almost 30. I think he, his league age this past year was 27 or 28. So his first couple years, he's already going to be into his 30s. So long-term... Soto's like 26 right now. Let me double check. Juan Soto's age. He is, he's 24 right now. He's going to be a free agent at age 26. I'd rather have Soto long-term than Otani. Because I don't, another point with this, I don't know if Otani is going to pitch till he's 40 and hit at the same time. So if you're the Padres, are you going to be paying someone $400 million when they're you know, halfway through the contract, they stop pitching? and Or they're not effective enough to pitch consistently and they only DH? Or Otani makes a decision in the contract and says, you know what, I only want to pitch now? And I'm, now I'm paying $40 million a year for six years for a guy that's only pitching. Do I want to do that? Or do I want to pay Soto that much knowing what I'm going to get? He's not the best outfielder, but he can definitely improve. He wants to improve. And we know that we're getting an amazing hitter. One of the best hitters I've ever seen. A guy with plate discipline that my parents have probably haven't seen since Tony Gwynn. You know? So long-term, I'd probably go Soto over Otani. Maybe I'm dumb. Some people will probably say Otani because of the pitching and the hitting, but I would take that into account. Is Otani guaranteed to be pitching and hitting till he's 40, 42? I don't know if that's a guarantee. And there's you can go get pitching every year on the free agent market. And I, I know Otani's a great pitcher, but... We know what we're getting out of Soto. We do. And you gave up all of that trade capital for Juan Soto. And now you could you could make the case, okay, well, if they bring Otani in and not Soto, well, they, they traded all that to get two years of Soto. And it's, it's like they traded all that to get Otani, is what you could, I guess, say. But it's not actually factual, right? You traded it all to get Juan Soto and to have him here with the Padres for a decade plus, right? Not to have two years of him and then sign Otani. I'd love to have Otani, but long-term, Soto or Otani, I'd probably have to go with Soto. 
Kevin says Shohei is a straight revenue producer. I do agree with that. I mean, yeah, the advertising's off the charts with the Angels, uh, but if Otani leaves, they're like they're like irrelevant. You know, if the Padres don't have Shohei Otani, they don't get Shohei Otani. They're still going to be very relevant in Major League Baseball because they have a lot of other pieces. If the Angels get rid of Otani, or if they don't have Otani, and all they have is Mike Trout, Mike Trout is great. But baseball, it's not the NBA. It's not a one-guy sport. They'd be irrelevant, probably, with the, in the baseball world. No one would be paying attention to them. With the Mariners in that division, and the Rangers, and the Astros, no one would be paying attention to them. So, when we go back to the desperate point, who would be more desperate to have them? The Angels are very desperate to have them, right? The Mets, they'd be desperate because it's Steve Cohen, want to win a World Series if they don't win one this year, right? The Dodgers, desperate because it seems like they're putting all their eggs in that Otani basket. But the Padres, they're going to be very relevant for the next decade, I think, even without Otani, because they will have plenty of talent plenty of superstars on this team for the next decade. Um, so, yeah, bringing in Otani, yeah, it's a smart free agent play. I mean, you're going to be paying a bunch of money, but yeah, of course it's smart. And you say, aside from Judge, no, I think Otani's a smarter free agent play than Judge. For the Yankees, maybe Judge was a smarter free agent play because the captain and all that, like, you had to keep him. But Judge is not a guarantee to stay healthy. I mean, he stayed healthy these last couple years, but he went through a couple years there where he could not stay healthy. And the Yankees, like, didn't want to play him five games or six games in a row because they wanted to make him healthy for the postseason. Kevin here says, choose one, extend Machado, extend Soto, or sign Shohei. Wow. Okay, look, Kevin... You are really putting me in a tough spot today, man. I'll tell you what. Extend Manny, extend Soto, or sign Shohei. Well, for me, it's either extending Machado or extending Soto. Because I know what I'm going to get out of those two players. With Shohei, I don't know how long he's going to do both. Based on age and a long-term contract, I would go with Juan Soto over Manny. And man, that pains me to say that. Please don't go on social media and say, oh, Ben hates Manny Machado. No, no, no. I don't hate Manny. I want Manny back. I just came on here a couple weeks ago or last week, whenever it was, saying that the Padres need to extend him and give him 13 years for would I say 332 million or whatever? Give him more than Devers. He deserves it. Right? I, I do not hate Manny. I love Manny. But if if you're making me make this choice, extending Manny, extending Soto, or signing Shohei, I'm extending Soto. The guy's 26 when he's a free agent. He's 24 right now. The guy had a bad year last year. And that would be like a career year for some players that would be a great year that would get him 20 million dollars a year in free agency you know 2022 regular season he hit 27 home runs had an on-base percentage over 400 his ops was over 850 
and that's disconnected. That's a down year for him. That's a down year for him. There's so much potential left with Juan Soto. And I think he can hit that. He can show that this year. He's going to have a much better year this year. So I go with Soto with the age. Um, but please, please, Peter, don't do this. Don't do what Kevin's doing here, choosing one. Don't think you have to just choose one. I like to do all of them, but please just extend extend Manny and extend Soto, and I'll be happy. It's okay. The Padres, as much as this is like the sounds, I don't know, this sounds um, cocky, the Padres don't need Shohei Otani. I don't think they do. I think you can get pitching elsewhere in free agency, via trades, in development. There's other ways to get pitching. Juan Soto doesn't come around. I know Otani doesn't come around either, but Juan Soto does not come around often. You traded so much for him, so bring him back. Uh, just going through the chat here. Kevin says he would go Shohei over Soto. Like, there's no like wrong answer here. Like Shohei, Soto, and Manny, those are great players. Those are three of are those three top five players in baseball when they're on? Shohei and Soto are. And Manny, I think he's a top five player in baseball right now. After the year he just had. You put him up there with Shohei and Trout and who else? Judge. I guess you have to kind of put Goldschmidt up there, right? Because of the MVP he just had. Uh, Harper when he's healthy. like That's the category that he's in there. Yeah, Manny goes back to L.A. and we riot. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Don't worry, guys. Manny's not going back to L.A. Hopefully, let me, can you guys hear me? Hopefully you guys can hear me. Okay. I don't see any comments about you guys not being able to hear me. Because uh, my Bluetooth said it was, connect, it was disconnected, so I just want to make sure. All right, going back up to the chat, where was I? Kevin, I'm past him. Kelly says, Manny is friends with Seidler. Don't be surprised He just if he just gets a friendly deal to have more years so we can get other players. He likes the culture here. He's not leaving. I don't think Manny is leaving. Why would he go visit the Colorado Rockies clubhouse and, and because the Padres are making a clubhouse for the future that's going to be renovated on in a couple years, why would he do that if he's going to leave? Right? Uh, he's planning on staying, I think. Um, that, that's, that's what I took from that clue that happened earlier this off season. Um, yeah, I think he likes it here. I think he loves Peter Seidler from everything that we've seen. He loves Peter. I think he also wants to get paid though. And I, I think, I think Peter's going to do that. Um, what is your take on that international signing a catcher has awesome bloodlines? Yeah. 
he has like an uncle and a dad and a uh, another relative who played in professional baseball was signed by I think Blue Jays and Royals and Rangers I think were teams that I saw maybe Cubs were another team um I mean he's 16 I'm not going to sit here and talk for 20 minutes about a guy who's 16 I have no idea what he's going to be what he's going to turn into but the Padres put together like this whole highlight reel of him yesterday so they've spent plenty of time around him it seems like they've had this agreement for like two years uh we heard about the agreement last year at the end of last year about the 5.6 million dollar signing bonus and all that so um maybe he's the Padres future starting catcher and will be the best catcher in franchise history or he'll just be traded for some amazing player down the line that I can't even talk about now because we don't know who that amazing player will be who wants out or can't reach an extension with another team. James asks, what will Manny want? Don't want him until he is 40. 40X? I find it hard we get Shoei, but let's go Sasaki. Roki will be the name I would like to pursue as a plan B. I don't know who that is. So, um, is he like a guy from Korea or Japan? Sasaki Roki? Ro... Roki Sasaki? Is that what you're saying? He's from Japan. He's a pitcher. He only has like two years though. So when is he gonna get posted? That seems like a a long time from now. Don't don't they go like ten years in Japan before getting posted? I mean he had a point four five ERA for uh one of the teams in 2021 that he pitched for. So, yeah, it seems like he's great. How old is he? He's 20 years old. So, I would think it would be some time before he becomes available. Um, so, yeah, James seems kind of like on my wavelength there with Shohei. I don't think we'll get Shohei, but I'm not going to count out the Padres. And what will Manny want? 300 mil at least, probably. He wants another $300 million contract. I mean, the Padres just paid Xander Bogarts till he's 40, right? Through age 40 season at 280 mil. Manny's a better player than Bogarts. So why would he expect the Padres to pay him less than that? I think at least 300 mil, at least. And why would he want less than Devers? I know Devers is younger, but Manny's a better player than Devers. And I don't see Manny slowing down anytime soon. And he's been a big part in putting the Padres on the map here, you know, being a World Series contender. Uh, is Otani a Boris client? I don't believe he is, no. Or else I think we would have heard, I think we've, we would have heard Scott talk about Otani recently at some point, but we have not heard him do that. So I don't think he's a Boris guy. Yeah, Mike says, we only get him next year if we don't sign Soto, so we give up all those prospects for two years of Soto. Crazy. Manny and Soto should be the main focus. I agree. I think Manny and Soto should be the main focus. Um, I, I believe the Padres don't need Otani. He'd be nice. He's a great player, but I don't think they need him. Giving up all that they gave up for Soto for only two years of him, I mean, or three pennant races of him, Seidler has already said publicly that he is not satisfied with only getting 
two and a half years of Juan Soto. So he would be mad if Soto left or he didn't keep Soto. So, yeah, I think Manny and Soto are the focus. I don't know how much I want to believe this Nightingale report about the Padres being planned to be all in on Otani. Maybe if other situations are resolved and they know the money situation more, like the financial, how much money they're paying Manny in the future, if they bring Soto back, how much money they're bringing, how much money they're paying him and other spots on the roster, but their plan can change based on other things that happen. Uh, Alex says, who says AJ doesn't try and trade for Otani if the Angels are aren't competitive, I think is what Alex is trying to say here. Uh, because the Padres don't have what it takes, I don't think they do. I mean, unless they want to immediately trade Salas that they just signed, who's 16, if they want to trade him and Merrill and Lesko for the, to the Angels, then maybe. But I don't think the Padres would want to do that. I think it would be dumb to do that for one guaranteed season of Otani, that's not worth it. Um, so AJ will call the Angels, but I don't see the Padres trading for Otani. I would be shocked if they traded for Otani. I was shocked in a good way that they traded for Soto because it's like, oh my gosh, this actually happened. But I wasn't like shocked that it happened because we had, we've heard, we'd heard about it for months, right? And the Padres had the trade package they had enough to do it, but I don't think they have enough to do it for one year of Otani. Um, I don't think they have enough of things that they're willing to part with for one year of Otani. Uh, Ian says the Angels aren't going to let Otani get to free agency, though, right? I mean... We don't even know who their new owner is going to be. They're they're in the middle of trying to sell that. Artie Moreno, who's the current owner. Um, I don't think he's coming back to the Angels. I mean, if the Angels give him $500 million, then yeah, he'll probably come back. But he wants to be on a contender. Like He's had several years now of being on the Angels with Mike Trout, and they haven't made the postseason. If they make the postseason this year, then maybe he'll think more about it. But... Why would he want to go back to the Angels and not win? Like he's already made comments in the public, to the public, you know, with the media stuff, about wanting to be on a contender. Why would he want to go back to the Angels? They're not going to be a consistent contender, even with him and him hitting 30 plus home runs and having a WAR of almost 10. They're still not a contender for a World Series. Maybe a contender for a playoff spot, like the last playoff spot, but they're not a a World Series contender by any means. Kevin here says, other notable free agents next offseason. Scherzer, I think that's for an opt-out, though. I don't think he's like a full free agent because it was a three-year deal that he signed. Last year was his first year with the Mets, right? I think last year was his first year with the Mets. But even if it is, okay, Scherzer, Baez, then it drops to Stroman. Donaldson, Darvish. Yeah, I mean, it's not great. So Manny might want to go to free agency to go drive up the price. But that leads me back to my desperate point. Like, I think the Padres, that's why they'd be very smart to lock down Manny. 
And the desperate point about Otani, Otani's going to free agency. I don't see an extension being worked out with the Angels. So let's say, oh, whoa, 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 hang on. Hold on a second here. Hold on a second. Breaking news, breaking news. Robert Murray reporting that the San Diego Padres are signing veteran starting pitcher, another starting pitcher. Oh, my bad. Dang it. That's kind of that's kind of underwhelming. Sorry, 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 sorry. It said right-hander, it says right-hander Angel Sanchez is signing a minor league contract with the Padres. I saw first when I looked down I saw the A-N, and I thought it was, and then I saw the Sanchez. I thought it said Anibal Sanchez. My bad. That was a name I knew. All right. Move, let, let's keep going here with this Otani thing. I won't even talk about that guy. I don't even know who that guy is. Um, so, yeah, next offseason, Otani's the big guy. So the Dodgers, they're going to go all in on him. The Mets, they'll probably go all in on him. I would think. Um as long as they keep, like, Scherzer. But, yeah, Otani doesn't even compare to the other guys available. And I hope the Padres can work out an extension with Darvish. It seems like he wants to finish his career with the Padres or at least finish the best years of his career with the Padres. Um, but, yeah, there's a drop-off. So that, that's, what, that's another reason why the Padres should lock down Manny because if they don't, he is going to get a ton of offers. Maybe not a ton of offers. He's going to get a ton of money on those offers. Uh, looks like this guy's a Dodger fan. Says Dodgers are going to drop a Brinks truck on Otani's house next offseason. It will be a record-breaking offer for at least, or of at least 450 mil. Maybe. And if it is, then great for the Dodgers. Cool. All I care about is if the Padres bring back Soto and Manny. Like, I'll say it again. If the Padres bring back Soto and Manny, it's okay if the Dodgers get Otani. Like, because I think that guarantees the Padres being a World Series contender, like, every year. For... A long time. If they get Otani, if the Padres get Otani, and let's say they bring back Manny, then yeah, they could be that as well. But but Otani's not on the Padres. The Padres can only control what they control right now. They can only let me rephrase that. They can only control what they can control right now, and that is trying their best to lock down Manny and Soto. Soto. He's probably going to free agency. That's what it seems like. It's a Boris client. But Manny, I think there's actually a chance that he can sign back with the Padres and not even go to free agency if they give him the money that he wants. With Soto, I mean, if they give him 500 mil, then okay, yeah, he'll probably sign. But it seems like his, set, his, his head is probably set on going to free agency. Like him and Boris, they're already set on that. But the Padres, they can control Manny right now. Not him literally, but they can control that situation. Give him a great offer, and put it into his his put it put the ball in his in his hands. Does he want to be a Padre, or not? They can't control this Otani situation right now. Uh, someone says here Otani will get nine years, five hundred fifty-six million dollars. No, he's not. 
Soto's not even going to get at that. No one's getting that. No, Alex, I have not seen Blue Heaven. Mike says, this top five is not a World Series staff. AAA are minor acquisitions. Let's get real. Key on Manny, Soto, and a starting pitcher this year should be enough for a World Series. I think, I think it should be. But right now, yes, the Padres, I want them to get another starting pitcher. But I don't think they need another starting pitcher by the beginning of the season. I want another starting pitcher that I can be confident in giving the ball to game four NLCS, which is what we weren't confident in last year. I want to be confident in that guy. I want to get that guy before the trade deadline. As long as that happens, I'm happy. If they don't get it by the beginning of the season, that's not the end of the world. Because as we saw last year, winning in the regular season, as long as you make the postseason, winning 111 games, that doesn't matter. Winning 90 games to get in, that's what matters. Just getting in and then having the team necessary to go deep is what matters. Uh, Friar Info says, I don't really feel like we have the money for Shohei. I think we have the money. I just don't know if Seidler uh, feels like he has the money for Manny, Soto, and Otani on top of the contracts that he's paying already. Musgrove, Bogarts, Tatis. That would be $1.904 billion for six players if all three, if Manny Soto and if Manny Soto and Otani came to the Padres. I don't see that happening. And then Friar Info also says we should just get Michael Walker. Uh, he wants like $15 million a year, so I'm not giving him that. So no thanks. Just go make a trade for a pitcher. Things change as well. There are teams that will not look like they're a playoff team, and maybe they are more open to trading starting pitchers before the trade deadline when they weren't willing to do that right now. So things can change with guys that are available for the Padres to possibly trade for. Yeah, I agree. There's no way. I, I don't... There is a way if they give him a ton of money, but I don't see Otani going back to the Angels. David says, this all changes if the Padres win the World Series. If the Padres win the World Series, then, I mean, yeah, of course, I, I'm, I'm going to want them to keep going, but I'll just be happy with the World Series. Like, I'm okay if... They have three years of not being good after the World Series if they win a World Series. The goal is winning the World Series. Win the first one. That's what this city wants. This is, that's what this fan base wants, right? Win the first one. We haven't done that yet. We got to focus on that. If they win a World Series, I do agree. Revenues will go through the roof. Money, they will have plenty of money to spend. And so, yeah, I would anticipate that they would continue to do so. Uh, David has a question here. Do you think maybe they're trying to drive up the price for the Dodgers? Maybe, but I did touch on this earlier. I don't think the Padres, maybe they're doing that now because 
they can't control what's going to happen next offseason. Like, they're just waiting around right now for spring training and stuff. So they're just throwing stuff out there. But next offseason, if you hear reports about Otani and the meeting with Otani and stuff, that's not just them driving up the price. They're actually interested. The Padres would not be, they would not waste their time on Otani and stuff. They would not waste their time when they could go be getting other players. That's not the way, at least I don't think, I don't think that's the way Seidler and Preller would be operating. Preller likes, you know, uncovering every little thing and going through every different scenario. But when it comes to meeting with a superstar free agent, I don't think he would do that unless he was actually interested in signing that free agent. Uh, L2 says, why are you analyzing this stuff in a matter-of-fact way? Uh, if Mr. Seidler has let it be known that they're all in on Otani, then it means he has the money needed to sign him. Hang on. I'm not saying that he doesn't have the money to sign Otani. I just don't see him signing Manny, Soto, and Otani. I didn't say that they don't have the money for Otani. I, I just don't see them signing all three of those guys. And Seidler, by the way, he has not let it be known that the Padres are all in Otani. You know, they, he has not said that. That's just a report by Bob Nightingale. We don't, even, we don't know who the source is from that report. We don't know if it's some agent that heard something from another team about the, that knows about the Padres' discussions. That rumor might not even be true. We don't know. Seidler has not let it be known that they're all in on Otani. This is just a report that we're hearing from Bob Nightingale that is saying that the Padres plan to be all in. Nightingale has gotten some stuff wrong before. Devin says, what about Manny Soto, Darvish, and Snell? Uh, I think he's saying about keeping these guys. Like, instead of Otani, go with these guys. Um, I don't know if they're going to keep Snell, but it seems like they're, they they want to keep Darvish. I, I think that they would keep Darvish. Uh, and then, yeah, Manny and Soto, I think that should be a focus of theirs right now. David asks, what's your feeling about Tatis going to FanFest? I like it. I mean, an environment filled with Padres fans, this is going to be the first time in a long time that he's going to be cheered. Um, I don't think it'll be raining boos. There'll be some idiots that will probably boo him. Um, or maybe there won't because they'll go to FanFest thinking that they will be booing him. But then they'll be like, then when they get there, they're going to be standing in front of a huge crowd and be like, do I really want to do this? Do I really want to stand out and put all the attention on me for booing this guy? You know, you can't control what he did this past season. I was very disappointed in him. I still am. I'm always going to remember that. But I'm, I'm going to cheer for the guy. I want the Padres to win, and he can help the Padres do that. You can't change what happened in the past. You can only hope that this guy changes his actions and is a team player, and he stays healthy and really helps his team wins. Helps this team win. And I think he can do that. Uh, so, yeah, I, I like Todd. He's going to FanFest. I think I, I don't think that he'll be sitting 
like signing autographs. I don't think he's going to be doing that. They'll probably put him up at the Q and A part of it with Jesse Agler or with another with maybe Manny there as well. Um, and it will be like controlled questions. And because this is the first time that he's going to be able to talk to the fans in person in public. Uh, because last time it was in the dugout to reporters, right? So I think they'll tee up the questions. You know, are you sorry for this? What are you doing now to fix your actions? What's your message to Padres fans as we go into spring training? Just tee him up with questions like that, and then he'll respond with, I'm doing all that I can to help this team. I'm willing to take on any role. I apologize. I messed up. That was my fault. I let you guys down, but I'm, I don't plan on letting you guys down ever again you know uh, i'm gonna i'm working my butt off i'm gonna continue working my butt off like that's that's probably what will happen i would think uh devin here says just curious thought but do you want improvements made in petco expanded seats different color seats now that they have the brown and gold I don't really care about the colored seats. Um, I'd rather them just invest money into the team on the field. Um, maybe move the right field fence in a little bit. Stop creating those, or you know, end those awkward angles. Maybe that attracts more free agents, more hitters to the team, because it is a pitcher's ballpark. But no, Petco, it's the number one ballpark in America. I mean, I I, I can't really think of. Maybe if I thought about it for a longer period of time, maybe I'd think of something, but I, I don't really think of any uh, improvements that I want made to Petco, to be honest. It's a good question. Uh, Gil says Ethan Salas should go to AZ so he can start to catch Lesko, Snelling, and a couple others early. The future is now. They might do that. Uh, I was reading, I think, in the Union Tribune, they're either going to start him in the Dominican League or I think they're going to start him in Arizona. I think that's where they had Jarlon Susanna start before they traded him to the Nationals in that Soto deal. So, yeah, that, that Arizona is a possibility. I like the way you're thinking. Uh, looks like a Dodger fan here says, I don't know why Padre fans are worrying about Manny re-signing. I'm a Dodgers fan, and I can tell you he's not going anywhere. Well, I mean, cool. Thank you for not being delusional and thinking that Manny's going to go to the Dodgers. I applaud you on that. Uh, but I, I think Padres fans are concerned because they're seeing what this free agent market is, and they know that Manny will opt out if it gets to that point. And they're scared, or not they're, us as a fan base are probably thinking the worst. We're thinking the Mets didn't bring in Correa for 315. That's 315 that they can go spend on Manny. The Giants, they didn't go bring in Carlos Correa for 350 mil. That's a lot of money they can spend on Manny. You know, and you could toss around other teams as well. That's probably what some fans are thinking. I'm not as concerned about it, but I, I'm I'm definitely saying on here and going to say countless times, 
There should be urgency. I think it should be a priority to bring Manny back because I don't want it to get to that point because I don't want him to even think about going to the Mets or going to another team. I don't want another owner calling his agent up and saying, here's $400 million and just going bonkers with it. Um, so that, that's, that's, prob- that's how I would answer it, at least. Um, I think he will come back. I don't think he's going anywhere. So I do agree with that. But fans, we, we think the worst, right? You know, we, we panic until something is done. Right, Red Sox fans, before the Devers extension, they were like, oh, my gosh, they're going to let Devers go as well? Seriously? We just, they just let Bogarts walk. Betts traded for nothing. And now Devers is going to walk as well? You know, John Henry, what are you doing, dude? And then they signed Devers, and it was like an exhale, you know? We're just waiting for it to happen. You know, we're going to worry until it happens. Fans were worriers. I, I, I think that's what I think that's what it is. Uh, Joey says, what would the contract look like if we got Otani? Uh, I have no idea. Probably over $400 million, 10 years at least. It would be long-term. Uh, it's it's probably going to take more than 400. I think the Dodgers, that's probably, that might be Otani's floor is like 400 mil. He is so, so freaking talented that 400 might be his floor. And I'm not, I'm not kidding. Based on the money that's getting thrown around. All right. I think that's going to do it over an hour and 15 minutes here. Talking Friars episode 320. According to Bob Nightingale, the Padres plan to be all in in on Shohei Otani. They plan to be, it looks like, the Dodgers' stiffest competition for Otani. Do we believe that? Uh, I think some fans will. I'm not going to count out Peter Seidler. I, I don't think that's. I don't think Otani is going to come to the Padres. But I mean, I hope that I'm proven wrong. As long as Manny and Soto are on the team. We'll see what happens. It's definitely something that's going to be talked about a lot. And keep keep commenting. Keep giving me your thoughts at Talking Friars on social media about it here on YouTube. Uh, and I, I'd love to get back to all of you. Thanks for listening or watching. See ya.